Today, we discuss Miro. Today, I want to talk about the hellscape that is technical diagramming, right? Everybody's nodding their heads right now, uh-huh. And there is a potential solution that I want to share. There was one name that several people brought up. I did some digging, and it's kind of nuts how much this program Miro has for developers. I have to share this. It could potentially be a game changer for you. So my favorite part about Miro is that half the work is already done. Like right now, typically we spend hours starting diagrams from scratch, gathering information. You get buy-in from every team. Uh, you know, that's a lot of work to do. But Miro has a full set of integrations with the tools you're probably already using. And they also offer open APIs and SDKs for custom solutions for all those niche diagramming use cases we have to do, right? So the end result is the same, but it doesn't take forever. It's a massive, massive time saver. I'm transforming basic flowcharts and network architectures, and it all lives in one place. So are you using Miro? Have you used it? I want to hear. That's M-I-R-O.com. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! I'd like to thank the dogs for never, ever, ever cooperating. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for joining us here at the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and on MSW Media or wherever you get your fine podcasts. But you should be subscribing to all the podcasts on both of those networks. Yes, you should. And we want to thank everyone who has been a Patreon supporter of this network, uh, of, of this show, I'm sorry. And uh, really, really, really thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all your support. And for your support, did you know what, do you know what you get, Angela? What do you get, Francis? You get three micro idiots. Three? Three. No, not one, not two, but three. Three <laughs> micro idiots a week. And if you sign up today to be a Patreon, there are literally hundreds, hundreds of these stupid stories. <laughs> I mean, They're you medicinal. can have a great time. You That's can have, funny. I mean, you know what? Here's the thing. Just, 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 just improve your summer. Just and let me tell you something. And we are all going through hard times. And um, let me be clear about this. If if right now is not the time where you can financially be supportive, one of the most amazing things you can do to be supportive of us is to just tell people about this podcast, to promote it, to go to picked cherries. Yes. Am I correct, Francis? Yes. And it helps you. It's a little. It helps you make a little audio clip of the podcast. You can use that to promote on the social medias. To do yeah. a ticky-tocky about us, whatever you need. Yeah. That is a great way to get more people interested and make sure that you are actually subscribed to this podcast because those numbers help. Yes, yes, yes. Another way you can help is order a cameo. A cameo is a video, a specialized video from Frangela. We can give you a pep talk. 
We can congratulate you on that promotion that you just got. You know what I mean? Like whatever you need. Whatever you need, baby, we're there. Oh, also exciting times. Shows, shows, shows are abound. We have a show at Flappers on Thursday, July 21st. Here in Los Angeles. And we have a show at the Ledge Theater here in Hollywood on Friday, August 12th. We also, if you happen to be on the island of Kauai on September 10th. That's a Saturday. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And get ready, everybody, because sexy liberals are on the loose. All right. That's right. We will be in Chicago. When? September 24th. Ooh, exciting. And when are we going to be at the Saban here in Los Angeles? October 22nd. <laughs> You're going to come here and have so much fun with us. I'm so excited about the new show, all the new material that we get to do, seeing your faces. I'm telling you, I I cannot wait. I we have a save the date. If you're in the Los Angeles area for August 22nd for a show in town, but we can't, I don't, we're not sure if we can announce it because we, you know how we are. We don't know what we can we talk about and what we can't. So no. we have to check. We got to check. We got to check. We got to check. Save the date. Save those dates. Also, also, also join us every Friday in the third hour of the Stephanie Miller show for the Black Power Hour. And what happens, Angela? That is where Stephanie Miller becomes her true self, the Black woman inside her. Yeah. has free reign mm -hmm. to be and exist and and somewhere stephanie mills finds herself riding a bike and she doesn't know why she doesn't know why she doesn't know why. it's not hers to know we can't know everything yeah 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 it's not for us to know it's not uh, for us to know <laughs> shall we get started i think we should this first one is from Angela. it's for me it's for me because it touched me for instance <laughs> It touched me. Now, I have no doubt when I when we go back into emails and check again, you know, for later on, somebody else will have sent this because it's just, there's something about it. And, and you'll understand, it's a lighter idiot kind of story. It is. Penguins and otters reject cheaper fish as Japanese aquarium faces inflation. And I love the image that came along with this article is the best because it's a, it's a kingfisher penguin, like, pushing his face they're trying to give him a fish and he's like no don't put that in front what is that get this shit away from me and his head is all turned he's like oh what is the, what is this what is this gruel that you're putting in front of me and, and and this story i just love this story because apparently okay here's the deal um at the hakkonen which is really close to hakkonen and but not it sounds like harkonnen for a second as yes. i said um, aquarium they basically they typically feed the penguins and their uh, japanese otters this horse mackerel i guess is the fish but it's really expensive right now because of inflation so they tried you know they've been mixing it with some cheaper fish and i guess the ratio of cheaper fish to good <laughs> mackerel got off <laughs> and, and the otters the king, and the penguins did not right. take kindly to this the king penguins. penguins they were like oh no i know you're not trying to put this up in front of my face i know you're not and they've been rejecting it they right been, this is a quote they take it in their into their mouths at first but then they decide they don't like it and drop it they I spit mean, it out this is a nice way out. of saying they spit out your peasant rule <laughs> <laughs> what is this ridiculousness what i love is that animals who are not 
fucking hunting or anything are like, Mm-mm, don't be bringing that shit up in this here. This food is being served up to them and they are rejecting it. And this is the thing. What, and I love that I love that what the aquarium does is as a result, the ones who refuse to eat, they give more of the good fish too. So that's gonna take all of about 20 minutes before the, they, the penguins realize, oh, everybody just st- turned on a fish and we'll get back to our good mackerel. <laughs> Like I, what I, I love the reason it's an idiot. It's like just because I look at this, the poor people at this aquarium, and what has been shown here is who's really in charge. Who's in charge? <laughs> you may think you lock that door, you turn on those lights, but you are the <laughs> servants to these penguins and these otters. Okay, I think that you, you need to recuse yourself. Why? Because of the food that you have been forced to give your dog, who refuses to eat. Always certain things. Look, I'm going to tell you something. I don't want to say the name of it because they're not paying us. (laughs) But my dog is eating specialty food. And let me tell you something. Often, I have to bring it over to him. Because he's like not in the mood to get up to go get it. No, I am. You're right. I am am a servant. I am a butler. I'm a door person. And I am. And I mean, and they don't. They're kind of nice to me occasionally, but like a lot of times they just completely ignore me. Uh, so maybe I do have to recuse myself. But my favorite part was that, that social media's response to this. Like one of the tweets, I love this tweet was, yes, King, know your worth. <laughs> know your worth. This know is, your worth. Number one, number There's one. There's a lesson. There's a lesson the, for us all here. It's a lesson for us all that the penguins okay. have taught us. Penguins are like, no, that's not in my mm-hmm. diet. I and don't the otters. Eat- Mm-hmm. Uh, and the otters are like, no, don't you come in here with that trash fish. Mm-hmm. I want us all to stop right now. Take a moment, <laughs> pause this podcast and ask yourself, where are they not feeding me mackerel? That's oh, where are, are they not feeding me mackerel? Where in my life am I not getting my mackerel? Preach it. Amen, holla. Ooh, it's good to me. Figure it out. I am not taking. Yes. I am yes. not taking a mackerel to junk fish quota <laughs> that don't work. Okay. For me, for me no. in my life. No, I understand. It's not that I don't understand that to, into every life a little junk fish must fall. It's not that I don't understand that. It's not that I'm not willing, but no, I know my worth. That's okay. Right. I'm a king penguin. I am a king penguin. penguin. <laughs> not a prince, not a mayor, not, not, not a bishop, a king. Okay. Feed me appropriately. I just. Bam! Know your worth, King. Know your worth. Know your worth. Next up, this is from Mary Beth A. Thank you so much. Tourists rescued after mission (laughs) to investigate California families hiking deaths. Oh my God, I'm so mad. I am so angry. Okay, I have like so many flags to throw. First of all, I would like everybody to take special note of the words. Tourist. Tourist rescued. rescued after mission to <laughs> investigate California families hiking deaths. There's the, let me tell you how many problems I have. <laughs> well, tourist, see, in the definition of tourist means that you don't know the area. That means that it's new to you. Ding 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 ding. Tourist ding, ding, ding. means I'm looking at things that I am not First a specialist. Time. First time, okay? You know what they don't do ever? You never read this story. <laughs> tourists investigating the murder of. That doesn't happen. You know why? No. Because we don't send tourists to investigate shit. 
Well, I'm going to tell you what your problem is right now. You know who you What's need to talk problem? to? Who the who? fuck you need to talk to? Who? Steve Martin and um his uh, oh, buddy, you, oh, all the yeah. in the building. Yes, it, 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 what's her name? Yeah, it's and, not what is little girl's Selena name? Gomez. Not, there you go, Selena Gomez and Martin Short. Martin Short, yep. No, you're what right. You this think? this this may lie squarely at their feet. At their it feet, it might. It might because I don't know this Michigan man, which I know there's a Florida connection in here somewhere. I know, of course, it. there is. Michigan man who's said to have traveled to the Sierra National Forest to investigate the heat-related deaths of a young family on a hiking trail last year had to be rescued because this shot, not shockingly, he too fell victim to the area and yeah. the heat. The tourists whom authorities have not named, which shame on you. Tell us who the hell he is. Totally. Said that is in his mid-60s, reportedly traveled to the area to research what happened to, and I I, I remember this story, Ellen Chung, 30, her husband, John Garish, 45, and their one-year-old daughter, Miju, and their dog. And their dog. Right. They, sadly, they all, they all died uh, last year. On a hike. They died of heat. They They succumbed to heat stroke and heat. Um, not having, you know, was it de- being dehydrated? Right a, a mile away from their car. That's how bad this area is. That these people died a mile away from their car. Now, this apparently made this man, 60 some year old man in Michigan, go, wait a minute, this story sounds funky. Yep. Now, out of all the stories that there happen in the world that we all hear about, this was a sad story. But Francis, when you said, when I heard National Park hike, what I knew was it was probably not that funky. Mm-hmm. This is what happens. In fact, they warn you about this on all of these trails. Mm-hmm. When you get there, it tells you there's huge signs that say how much water you need on this and do not do this. And with a one-year-old especially, like, so it's, it, there's really, while it may have seemed suspicious, let me tell you who we never go to. Once again, Francis, well, let me just say something. When you're confused about anything, Right. Let's say your garbage disposal stops working. Mm-hmm. Do you call a tourist? Hell no. You don't call a tourist. You're call, I, what I need is a tourist no, with an interest I call, in investigating. I call a specialist, right? Oh, a spe- like a plumber, maybe. Right. But you know what kills me, Angela? This man spent money. Lots, probably. He traveled. That's right. He from traveled Michigan. From Michigan to California. To me, if you really cared that much about what happened, pay an investigator. You don't even have to leave the, the comforts of your own fucking house. I want to hear what he was concerned about, about being the actual answer. Because I, because to me, this has to be, I have been, uh, you know, on my own sort of citizen sleuthing a serial killer. And this yeah. sounds like this person's MO. Like, yeah. I need to hear, this is bad reportage, because I need to hear that why. Why did this particular death, set of deaths, this tragedy, pique your curiosity to the point where you thought you were going to go, investigate and investigate by go through the same experience we have done these stories for fucking years francis that what's his name with the the bus and i'm rich and i left my wallet and died bear got kid got eaten by a bear probably you remember that movie they did a movie about it and then people started repeating repeating the quote adventure as if it wouldn't end the exact same same way that that to me this is my thing this is my thing. If I sit here and I'm I'm in my house and I go, oh my God, I'm reading a story. 
and somebody died from putting their head in the guillotine. And I go, that's tragic. That's That's, that's as suspicious. And it sounds suspicious. You know what I'm going to do? I am going to go and put my head in a guillotine and investigate. (laughs) That's not... That's not investigating, that's experiencing. That's a that's different right. thing entirely. And the reason, the real reason I hate this person is because officials said the man was happy to be rescued. Oh, good, thankful. But he didn't say thankful, happy, but complained about <laughs> yeah. having to spend the night and being unable to find the portion of the trail he was looking for. He told officials he had tried to call 911 several times, but was unable to get through. And he's concerned about algae after drinking water from a nearby river. The same shit that these people who died went through, you stupid motherfucker. Mystery solved, tourist. Mystery I mean, solved. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's staring. And he, the thing is, to have the nerve, the temerity, the to have a, a, an issue with the problem that you came to invest. Let me tell you something about investigation. Mm-hmm. You, 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 it happened to you. I, I, you experienced. And here's the thing. He, they had to, obviously he had to be treated for badly blistered feet and dehydration. And the only reason that I, the reason that he was able to be rescued is he told somebody on the trail that he passed what he was doing. And I have a feeling they went and told the, and that's not any of it. It's suggested because they knew about this. Right. So I think those people, whoever he talked to on the trail went and they went, look, there's this idiot out there who's trying to repeat what happened to kill that family. And so they were looking for him. Yeah. Let let me tell you something. How are you going to complain? How you gonna complain? How you gonna complain when you did it to you? When you did it to you? To me, to me, this goes into the same category as I put something in my ass so I can't get it out. Oh, see, see, that's why that's why he's an idiot. Because I I wouldn't come get your ass. I wouldn't come get your ass. I'd be like, you better hope that Francis and Angela are never in charge of these rescues because we'll be like, "Mm, this one isn't worth it. No, Jeremy, you know what? You know what we'll do? We'll drop a compass from a helicopter. (laughs) <laughs> that's what we'll do how about that and a bottle of water now, Jeremy Brees the local sheriff expressed outrage about what happened and said that each time his office spoke about the Chung Garish family's death officials sought to inform the public how to visit the area safely yeah, he said, this is a quote, it is hard not to be angry about this particular rescue mission. I want people to come here and enjoy all the amazing nature Mariposa County has to offer. To have someone purposely put themselves in danger using vital resources and potentially putting the safety of our staff in danger, all to try and prove us wrong is maddening and quite frankly, sickening. I think that this was a very restrained and professional statement. It was. I completely agree because yeah, you you know what now now because of you how you feel and your I, how you think we've got to come out here and spend resources because you know he ain't got a budget, you know. Thank you. And come out and save your funky ass because you, you have an attitude. You have an attitude. You have and then drive off against against. Let me tell you something against their advice. This person shouldn't be allowed. To, they can't make decisions anymore. That's, they, they can't make vacation decisions. I want to know every time they think they go in anywhere, okay? Yep, yep. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> if you like incisive analysis and news with swearing, and who doesn't fucking like that, then you've got to listen to The Daily Beans. Hosted by Allison Gill, a veteran and former federal employee who was fired by the Trump administration for speaking truth to power. Shocking, I know. 
and co-hosted by activist and comedian Dana Goldberg, and featuring the voice of Shira on Netflix, Amy Carrero, join this binder full of women every weekday, curating the news from the left with appropriate fucking profanity. That's The Daily Beans, every weekday morning, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. This next idiot is from Donnie J. Thank you so much. Worker who was accidentally paid 300 times his salary, takes the money and runs. Let me stop and ask you first, Angela. Mm. Would you take the money and run? Not only would I take the money and run, I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to fix this headline. You're like, the headline is wrong. I'd like to fix this headline. Okay. They have worker who was accidentally paid 300 times his salary, takes the money and runs. What they meant to write was worker finally gets acknowledged for his value. Mm-hmm. Acknowledges the acknowledgement and lives his best life. That's right. <laughs> That's the headline I see when you say to me, <laughs> worker who was, quote, accidentally paid 300 times his salary, takes the money and runs. What I hear is best life justice hero. Yep, yep. This is how God intended. This is, hey, it's not for us to ask a question. One employee discovered that he'd been paid nearly 150 thousand pounds for a month's work instead of the usual 450 pounds <laughs> okay now i want you to know that this was not in any way his error yeah, well, okay his error. He, he didn't He's file scared. some messed up time card he didn't <laughs> no they just somehow screwed up and gave him screwed up or screwed right Right. Well, this, this he's a staff member of the Consorcio Industrial Alimentos in Chile. And they did raise, uh, so they made, he, he saw the eye-watering overpayment. And he's called, he said, now, he did the right thing. He called his manager. He mm-hmm. said, hey, 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 y'all paid me too much. Like, oh, snap, look at that. Then his manager flagged it and sent it to HR. Everybody mm-hmm. sent it up the chain like they were supposed to. Now, um, he did say, <laughs> just, just, just to be constant. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Are you are you about to okay. get technical on me, Angela? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say he did say <laughs> to his boss, his manager, <laughs> he agreed to return the money. And promise well, that he promised. What is it on agreement? Let's ask. Let's stop and ask ourselves, okay? He said he was gonna go to the bank tomorrow <laughs> and, and take care of it. But <laughs> instead, I, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about. I understand what happened to my oh, man. I so understand. I have nothing but empathy and understanding here. Because and, and everybody, if we all just take a moment, if we all before just, you start judging, before you judge, let me tell you something. And Angela and I are very familiar with this. The mm-hmm. bitch who made an, uh, an agreement on Tuesday is <laughs> not necessarily the bitch you are on Wednesday. Okay? Okay. They Sometimes they don't even talk. Sometimes they don't even, those two, they don't even communicate well. They have a, and, and you know what? And we fully acknowledge the communication problem inside of us. Absolutely. Let me take responsibility and ownership of that. Because I don't deep within my soul. 
people that when homeboy, when he saw this error and he reported it, he meant it when he said it. When the words came out of his mouth, I'm going to go to the bank, I'm going to fix this tomorrow. He meant that. He meant that. He but meant that person was. wasn't lying. But the next day, when he got there and they actually put the money in his hand, <laughs> That that him was no longer it's a different feeling. Y'all don't understand. That was a different feeling. He was a different man. He had different ideas. His let me tell you something. He had, he had changed. Okay, he had the, changed. you know, like the relationship okay. needed to grow and change with him, or it wasn't the right relationship. You know, Angela, that's why we best friends. Y'all don't understand. <laughs> The relationship had to change. The relationship had to change because I'm gonna tell you, much like the penguins, right? In the first story, this man asked, Mm -hmm. "Where am I not getting my mackerel?" (laughs) Okay, (laughs) he said, "You know what? You know what? No, my king, (laughs) worth. I'm not no my worth. Where where am I not getting my mackerel? (laughs) Where am I?" How am I not getting my macro, my macro quotient met? And I know that he'd had that money in his hand and he was so, he was in many ways while physically distant, he was emotionally close to taking it back. That's right. But you know he what? Was. Also, also, I'm going to tell you who I really do blame. If I, if you, if you have $150,000 of Thank my you. money. Thank you. I'm not going to let you decide to get it back to me. Oh, no. We don't set appointments for that, bitch. You ain't going out of my sight. <laughs> Ever. Ever. I'm not sure. We, we can go to the bank tomorrow because I guess I'll spend the night with you. Exactly. <laughs> you, got a, you got 150K of my money? No, we don't play. Uh, oh, tomorrow? No, there's no tomorrow. <laughs> there is no t- Tomorrow is promised to no one. To no one, Francis. There is one time when you have $150,000 of mine, and that time is now. And Angela, you know that about me. Because I will Let me work tell you something. and be like, where's the check? <laughs> we have walked out of gigs. And I'm not kidding. Like, walked out. If something happens in Francis's brain where, because, <laughs> you know, and like in TV and film work, you don't get a check. It's not like doing comedy clubs. Sometimes you do get paid like that night, right? Mm-hmm. But but when you're doing like a show, you don't get the money that night. It comes you know, sometime later, sometimes very much later. Very later, yeah. Um, but so we, we're literally, we'd be walking out the door and she goes, did we get that check yet? I'm like, for the job we just did 10 minutes ago? No, we did not get that check yet. Because her brain, what your brain moves it. Your brain goes from work to do to done, which means it should, now it's an accounts receivable. That's now, right. you know, That's you have it. a very efficient, Internal management system. Your Thank HR you. is instantaneous. Okay. And and it's and this is the thing. When I read this story, and I noticed I love Donnie J for this too, because I was like, when I read this story, what I heard, what I saw was a story of triumph. <laughs> a story <laughs> of the beautiful potentiality of, of, of the nexus of chance, error, and fate. And, and, and the discovery of self-worth, Nate, and I'm going to tell you something, ain't nobody ever going to find him again. <laughs> no. uh, family, friends, nobody. 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 He's gone. He's gone. Because he, look, he looked, took a look at his life and went, this is worth it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this. He, uh, he, so y'all, he agreed to turn the cash and promised, he promised to go to the bank the following day. But as we Did he, he promise? 
Huh? Did, he pinky pro- did he pinky promise? Well, I, all I have to say is, when you go to sleep, you wake up a whole new person. That that plate breaks, and I wake day. up a new. I reassemble a new. I'm the I'm the I'm the over I'm a I'm a Rosa. I'm the bus. The okay. omnibus I'm the Rosas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and let me tell you something. I'm a mento as fuck when it comes to stuff like this. I mean, <laughs> I will swear to you that I don't know what you're talking about. Like this is I just because this is the thing. This is where we maybe we both. Maybe we should recuse ourselves from this because couldn't you feel the money in your hand? Like I could feel it. When I read this story, I could feel the 150,000 euros in my hand. I'm telling you. And and just while reading it, I closed my hand into a fist that you could never pry apart. That's the problem. (laughs) That's the problem. Instead of giving it back, the man of course withdrew it and hasn't been seen since. His employer, Consorcio, tried to make contact with the man. They were like, ring, 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 ring. Have you been calling him? You been calling him? Yeah, I've been calling him. He, you been calling he ain't picking up, girl. Maybe he lost his phone or his, I mean, you know what? It died probably. You know, he's never good about, about charging that. They called you know, him. Why don't we send somebody by his place? Some, somebody <laughs> by his place. <laughs> I love, but to no avail. No, you was never going to avail. He was never going to avail himself to you. They later received contact from the unnamed man's lawyers who unfor- informed the company that the man had resigned from his position with the company. Yeah, um, I like, this is where I, I am so in love with this person because not only did the new him wake up 150,000 euros wealthier and deserving of it, but he also got lawyers. Got lawyers. <laughs> was that funny? Yeah. The lawyers and, are like, this oh, he quit. He quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he resigned. Yeah. And and I don't know. I mean, there's a who knows what could happen here because, you know, there's a case. There's probably I mean, this, he went straight to the lawyers. So mm-hmm. it sounds like so. I mean, I have to tell you, I, I am. I know this is I don't know. I don't care what people think. I'm on his side. I am totally on his side. And I have to say, whoever made the mistake, because it's also a really round number. I like, how does that happen? How do you just, because they're saying the average monthly pay for somebody is 750 euros a month, 150,000. And the first person who notices it is the person who gets it. Yeah. Like that, to me, maybe this is how they learn this lesson. And they should just write it off as lesson learned. Yep, yep, yep. Next up, this is also from Donnie J. Florida man said spirits told him to set boss's future home on fire. Okay. <laughs> I'm so All sorry. Right. Okay, this is to counterbalance the last story. Okay, it is to counterbalance. Okay, you want to read it, Angela? Thonha, fifty-four. Mm-hmm. He was arrested in Florida after he was caught on multiple surveillance cameras approaching a home under construction in St. Petersburg on his bicycle just before noon, which is upsetting to me. He locked the bike to a stop sign, keeping his stuff safe, <laughs> before entering the home, trying to cover his face with his clothing, according to uh, some documents. About five minutes later, he uh, you see him running out of the home, unlocking the bike and speeding away. Somebody who was, I guess, prospective buyers of the home recognized him as one of uh, their employee of the home identified Ha as one of their employees. The police said that Ha admitted to starting the fire, not because he was upset with his employer, but because spirits told him to. So basically what Ha Fawn is saying, Ha is saying is, look, 
did I go in here and set the fire? Yeah, but yeah. I'm not yeah. upset. This isn't right. no, this isn't about my job. No. That's who would do such a thing? That's crazy. This is because spirits. Spirits told me. I, it's not that I the spirit world all contacted me. Yes. I'm a conduit. <laughs> this is deeper <laughs> than personal choice. Okay. Yeah, I'm I, I'm not even in this really. This is not personality <laughs> driven. This is no. policy from the spirit world. Okay. And I don't know about what you know about the spirit world, but let me tell you how orders work there. Okay. <laughs> when you get they a say, command. That's right. They say set shit on fire. You better get the fire set. <laughs> Burn it up. Okay. Because because they got they are putative. Okay. Putative AF. That's everybody knows that about the spirit world. Okay. They dock your pay immediately and your pay is your life. Okay, so you can't afford to you can't afford to give up any of it because they will take it. They're greedy that way. Now here's the problem. What I find fascinating is yet again, and I understand intent and all that, but when you set a home on fire, particularly one that is not yours, you're not really I, I think it's a problem if it's yours too, but it, it's ostensibly it's your property, perhaps there's an argument here. But when you set something on fire that is not yours, to me, the reasons why are not that important. Nope. I don't care. <laughs> I don't really care. And let me tell you something. Ash doesn't ask questions. See, oh, I should get that on. I'm going to get that on a shirt or something. Ash doesn't ask questions. It no, doesn't. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. doesn't if you want to know people. more, then you need to get a good tourist to investigate it. Because that's <laughs> because... Exactly the problem. Let's review. Here we go. First up, we had penguins and otters reject cheaper fish as Japanese aquarium faces inflation. Then we have the tourists rescued after mission to investigate uh, California families' hiking deaths. Then we had the worker who was accidentally paid 300 times his salary and takes the money and runs. And then we have the Florida man who says spirits told him to set his boss's future home on fire. I gotta go with the tourists rescued after mission to investigate yeah. California families' hiking deaths. Yeah. I was tempted by to say the people who gave the, the worker the money, he, you know, the $150,000 overpayment. But the reality is, I just feel like this was just, this was the world and the spirit world and everything evening up. This was yes. an evening. Yes. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like yes. this was a, this was a, this was a, a clot, the cosmic debt situation being paid. But the tourist investigating the not too mysterious deaths of a family tragic but not mysterious deaths of a family and these poor people having to rescue this this fool to have him then complain yeah francis i can't angela there was a time in this country there was a time there was a time in this country that if you were paid oh you know over your salary you mm -hmm. did return that money okay there was there was, there a, time was a time <laughs> there was a time when that happened i mean there's a threshold though there was a time right like if it was like less okay like if it had been a thousand dollars totally right but when you get into money changing money life changing money <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There was a time. I don't know. There was a time. <laughs> I'm still stuck in the reverie. There was a time, Francis. There was a time in this country when you wouldn't even step to a king penguin's area. You wouldn't step to their dinner plate 
without it being proper. That's okay? right. You would you wouldn't come up to no otter in Japan and be like, oh, here's just some stuff I found, some tuna, some scrap fish. No, 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 no. You wouldn't even dare put try to put that together in the back. You'd be like, what are you crazy? These are king penguins. Okay? Totally. I'm part of this failure. I'm Angela B. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. Thank you again. And uh, for all your support, and we love you, Laura. Today, we discuss Miro. Listen, when it comes to running client workshops, the dream, of course, is to get those creative juices flowing, right? But typically what ends up happening is thousands of hours get wasted because of poorly facilitated meetings. So I have Maya with me today. She's a consultant who runs Fortune 100 workshops from leadership training to team building, and she has the insider tip on what makes things work. Maya? Thank you, Jason. I've been doing this a long time. My number one tip is to bring everyone into that visual collaboration platform. So personally, I use Miro and it's completely changed how I interact with the room. You have to give people a way to feel like they're in the room even when they're not. That's something you can do easily in Miro. Otherwise, they've seen the same slides and format thousand times. Falling asleep, eyes glazing over, yawns, all that. Exactly. When people follow me on the Miro board, everyone is literally going on a journey with me. We're adding thoughts, we're reacting, and we're voting for the best ideas. It's great. Connective magic. I like it. That's M-I-R-O dot com.